This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. of the Kenyan Wall Street Podcast. My name is Miriam Mongoy and I'm your host today. In today's show, we have Ms. Rose Ogega, who is the founder and managing director of Bloom Consultancy Limited. Rose started her career at PricewaterhouseCoopers and moved to DHL International, where she held different roles, including finance director for East Africa. She is a member of the International Coaching Federation, a certified executive coach and mentor, as well as a certified Hogan Leadership Assessment Practitioner. She has supported several leaders to unlock their leadership potential over the last 12 years, and she believes that true leadership is deliberately nurtured. Rose will be one of the speakers at the Kenyan Bankers Association Leading Women in Finance e Conference happening in October. So Rose, to start off the conversation, I'd like to hear your take on the recent events we've been seeing. More women are taking up leadership positions in the Kenyan corporate sector. So what is your view on that area? Thanks, Miriam. That's a really good question. It's easy to conclude that more women are taking up senior positions and it is true at some levels, like managerial levels. But when you look at uh, the apex of leadership, basically boardrooms and the chief executive roles, there are gaps. If we refer to the most current study, 2019, we still have only 23% of women in the boardrooms and about 22% of chief executive officers. So there is room for growth, but yes, there is some increase. And I attribute this to three key reasons. I think one of them is that there is deliberate efforts by organizations to develop women leaders, actually. And this is being driven by the equality, diversity, and inclusive agenda. So a lot of organizations are deliberately bringing women to the table. That's one reason. And basically because they have, organizations have realized that there is a large constituency in the form of women. And therefore, if they are going to be relevant to this constituency, they must incorporate them at the table. They must not only use their hands, they must use their voices as well. So that has helped a lot. The second reason I think is there is a lot of self-awareness by women themselves and a lot of women are actually developing themselves ready for uh, senior roles. I see this as I could. Mm-hmm. A lot of women are actually self-sponsored and they are preparing for when the opportunity arrives. That's also a very good reason and a very good thing that has happened. I also think that we have a lot more women role models that have taken senior roles. So they are visible and other women are emulating both locally and internationally. So there's been many factors that have driven this shift that I still think that more work needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Uh, In terms of how do we increase the numbers? One, I think the women leaders, the ones who already have leadership roles, we need to start 
saying fruits. When you are a woman leader, you need to excel. That way, the fruits speak on our behalf. And secondly, that we need to make a priority as women leaders to develop upcoming women. I think we don't do that very well. We don't support younger women that much. And finally, I think we need to celebrate institutions that are deliberate about the women leaders' agenda so that we can create opportunities for them to share real stories of the impact of including women in leadership. Okay, thank you. So you said that more women are preparing themselves to take up leadership positions. What do you think about the leadership succession in Kenya and what can companies do to ensure that there's a smooth handover process? We see women demonstrating their ability as leaders at different levels, okay? But what is important is that you need to nurture their ability to lead, which actually Miles Monroe calls the spirit of leadership. So the spirit of leadership speaks to the way you think, speaks to your capacity for intelligent thought, speaks to your mindset. So you bring this into your leadership and then you are able to succeed or to be considered for succession. Uh, Somebody once said that succession is the only word with success in it. This means that you cannot really succeed as a leader if you do not deliberately address leadership succession. Your true leadership abilities are measured by what happens when you leave an organization. It therefore basically means that as a leader, your top priority is to develop leaders who must be better than you to guarantee not only continuity, sustainability, but greater scaling of the organization once you leave. So leadership succession in Kenya, for me, I think is a big challenge. It is still at infancy level because what I experience mostly is that when a top leader leaves, people go out to look for a successor. My take is that there is a need for us to actually deliberately nurture leaders within organizations. So at any one time, we should have at least two or three successes for every role. And those people need to be nurtured, they need to be guided, they need to be prepared to take on the next roles as they service. Thank you for that. So moving on, one of the topics we'll be discussing at the e-conference is about conflict resolution and solving Mm. problems at the workplace. I'd like to know from you, in this era of remote working, are there more conflict arising from maybe working from away from the office and how can companies solve the conflict and solve problems when working remotely? So thank you for that question. Conflict resolution and problem solving are really part and parcel of a leader's life. In this era, there are increased problems, I must say, but I think the additional challenge 
is the fact that we are not able to have a face-to-face interaction. So that's an additional challenge that is created by remote working. But the issues of problems, the issues of conflict, I think is part and parcel of life and they are part and parcel of the responsibilities of anyone who is leading. To effectively solve problems in this era and even in any era, and to effectively manage conflict as well in companies, I think there are three key things. There are different strategies of resolving conflicts, but there are three key things I would like us to pay attention to as we resolve problems and address conflicts. One, I think as organizations, we need to develop a mindset that problems or conflicts are not dreaded enemies, but necessary tools for optimum achievement. We are sharpened best when we handle conflicts and handle them effectively. Problems and conflicts actually bring out opportunities as well. So there is need for us to be patient as we address problems and conflicts in companies. The second point that is so critical is that we need to obtain clarity that the focus of any problem solution or conflict resolution is to achieve the best possible outcome. Everyone is interested to get their best, but we need to be clear that as we handle conflicts and resolve problems, our focus is how do we get the best possible outcome for the organization that we work with. So I want to underscore the focus should be best possible outcome. We therefore need to apply a win-win strategy. And I know that this cannot be a strategy at any cost, but we have to do our best to ensure that as we handle the problems and deal with the conflicts, the focus is really a win-win strategy. And finally, I think that uh, as we resolve these problems, there is need for us to realize that there is life after the problem or even after the conflict. So we need to ensure that we resolve these problems with that in mind because it's possible to get into a conflict and spill a lot of blood and there is nothing else left. There is need to focus at what happens after that conflict. So if we are guided by these three broad philosophies, then I believe that we should be able to address and solve problems effectively. Thank you for that. And I think that's very important on the point of getting the best possible outcome out of solving a conflict. That's a very important point that that can help so many organizations in this time and even after the pandemic and probably if we ever go back to normal working. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Okay. And wish you all the best. Thank you. So, guys, today we've come to the end of the discussion. For more information on the e-conference, sign up on the website www.africaleadingwomen.com. Thank you for joining us and goodbye.